Well, from the silver screen to the small screen, we explore the magic of storytelling and uncover the behind-the-scenes drama that keeps Hollywood spinning. Time now for your VIP pass, the glitz, glamour, and grit of the entertainment world. Roll sound. Rolling. Screen time. Well, Coyote vs. Acme was first announced in 2020 as a hybrid live-action animation film in which the iconic Looney Tunes character Wiley Coyote would sue the Acme Corporation for selling him so many products that failed to help him catch his nemesis, the Roadrunner. Will Forte was cast as Coyote's down-and-out lawyer, while John Cena would play as high-powered former boss. But even though Coyote vs. Acme completed production, news broke uh, last uh, November that the movie was being shelved by Warner Brothers. So how does a movie with a great premise get cancelled? Joining us now for screen time is Mark Staling, a CKNW's in-house movie expert and executive producer over there at AM730. Mark, welcome. Hey, good afternoon, Jess. Uh, so another edition of Screen Time. Now, usually uh, we talk about movies that are out uh, and released or movies that uh, are being produced, but this is a movie that isn't going to see the light of day. We might never see it. We might. We'll see. I know it's it's an interesting situation with, uh, you know, Coyote versus Acme, which is what it's called, that Warner Brothers has put it in the in the vault, and it might be getting deleted here in, in a matter of a couple of weeks. Uh, it's still touch and go. Warner's isn't saying too much about it. But. So this is a remake. This is a Looney Tunes remake. Well, it's it's a unique idea. It was actually originally a story from a New Yorker article in like 1990. And the premise is it's actually a great sounding premise. You know, you hear about this. It's like, oh, that's actually a cool movie. You know, Wiley Coyote, he used Acme products and they never worked for years and years and years trying mm. to, uh, you know, get the uh, the Roadrunner in the, in the cartoons. And uh, he hires a down and out kind of attorney, some billboard attorney played by Will Forte. And they sue Acme. And that's kind of the story of the movie, I guess, a little bit like um, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit in the sense okay. that it's live action mixed with animation. The coyote's animated and there's a bunch of human characters. And um, it sounded like a pretty neat concept and it was in the works from 2018, went through all the things that usually movies, you know, go through, hoops to jump through. And then uh, Warner Brothers decided to pull it. Uh, What's the reason behind that? Well, that's the thing. It's not like there's a couple. It's not the first time that Warner Brothers Discovery, this new conglomerate, has has dumped movies before. There was a Scooby Doo movie that vanished off the face of the earth about a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Batgirl was a famous example. Yeah. Now, Batgirl had like really, really bad uh, numbers from test screenings. Say what you will about test screenings. You know, that's a whole other topic of discussion, I guess. But the numbers were bad on that. With this one, all the word of mouth has been good, yet they have decided because they could obtain a, and some of this we get into this f financial talk, and I, I'm a little bit lost, but a $30 million tax write down if they just shelved the movie and just essentially got rid of it, never, never to be seen again or heard again, which is a, a pretty crazy concept. Well, I guess I guess with when a company because they've gone through um, a variety of mergers, they're carrying a huge amount of debt. The tax write-off is much more palatable to them, yeah. and works in their advantage than actually creating something. That's amazing, isn't it? That you can actually kill a movie before it's even released or even produced or written, and that's an advantage to you than actually producing something like that. Yeah, it was actually scheduled to be released on July twenty-first of this past year. Past year, they pulled it, uh -huh. and the movie they replaced it with 
made a couple of bucks. It was a movie called Barbie that came out this summer. So they, it was originally scheduled for the big Barbenheimer weekend, which was you know the movie story of this past summer. Um, but then they pulled it. They removed it from the release. Um, and it's gone through a variety of different phases over the last several months. They actually tried to sell it. You know, hey, if, if anybody wants this, you know, give us $75 million and you can have it, whether it was uh, Netflix or Amazon, some of those other big companies, um, you know, watched it. And uh, I guess what happened in the long run, those Warner Brothers didn't get um, an offer that they thought was good enough. Um, and... Every indication based on, you know, all the information in just the last week, I know they had a financial call last week, um, that they're canceling the film. And, you know, the word is, you know, deleting the film. I don't even know what that entails. You know, it's not, what do they, burn the negative? I mean, at, at a certain point, it's like, what's, it's hard to believe uh, that they couldn't just throw it on streaming. Um, I just love the I love the premise. It's beautiful that Acme products yeah. just haven't worked for Wiley e. Coyote. No, it's supposed he, to be funny. It, and it's rather unfortunate that they're actually doing this. And what I like about this also, it's just not another superhero movie. Uh, of course, it's going to rely on some technology and, and that sort of thing. But it's, it's got a super premise, an interesting premise, and that they should go ahead with something like that, which is really, really uh, unfortunate. But I guess, you know, if you think about uh, other movies, sometimes they languish for 5, 10, 15 years until somebody decides. I think Beautiful Mind was one that um, had been languishing around Hollywood for many, many years. And there's others that just don't get picked up. And then one day some producer says, I'm going to work at this. And it, it it does really well. Yeah, I think the phrase that some of those is called it development hell, where they get locked in some sort of, you know, quagmire of trying to make it and this and that. Um, and then, you know, eventually they, they do get released or they get canceled. The crazy thing with this with a movie with all the effects that it had I mean it was it was done it wasn't like oh they got halfway there and oh let's pull the plug no it's it's completed and you know theoretically ready for a release there's a little part of me that's wondering um, I don't think this is the case but could it be you know we're talking about it people are talking about it is this somehow you know maybe a ploy where they're going to eventually, they will release it and this will somehow create some buzz and, oh, we've been holding it back, but hey, here it is, you know. Um, Disney was famous for years for their vault. They would put movies into the vault. They wouldn't be available for yeah. 20, and they'd build up, you know, anticipation. Oh, Snow White is in the vault. And then Disney would open up the vault and they'd release it on VHS or whatever and things like that. But it sounds like this vault is uh, not a vault where they're going to open it up and, you know, release it somewhere down the line. It's one where they're just going to going to pull it, which is, you know... Movies are big, big endeavors. The amount of people that worked really, really hard to make a, you know, a piece of art like this, um, for it to be just to vanish off the face of the earth is, is really sad. And it speaks to, I guess, the general, you know, the nature of the film business. It's, you know, a handful of companies and, you know, they've got shareholders and stockholders and they answer to them. Yeah. And, uh, it's sad. It is. And, and like I said, it's got a built-in audience. you got folks uh, like you and I who remember the Looney Tunes. you got a new generation that's going to find it interesting. Uh, but instead, a tax write-off pays off yeah. for some companies. Uh, that's where I think, I, I personally believe, you know, Hollywood, we got to get back. Hollywood has to get back to a time where you actually had artists running the place in the sense that you took chances. Like those movies of the past, The Godfather or some of those other movies, like I'm not sure if those things will get made today. I really don't, uh, just yeah. based on what these corporations are looking for, you know? The, the mid-budget adult film has really 
faded into obscurity, and, it, and it's sad because um, that's where a lot of great movies came from. It's either giant or it's an independent movie. You yeah. know, there's there's not a lot of middle ground, and people like us are missing out on those middle ground movies. You know, middle ground, not not a negative word, but you know. Just good, you know, cheaper, you know, $20, $30 million movie. God forbid people just have a conversation and build a premise around something like that rather than uh, special effects and all those types of things. Mark, thank you. Thanks for having me.